Okay. Today's learning is in memory of Chaya Sarah Bashmol Umata Rivka. We are the very, very Bamadavi Chalim and Aleph. Tana Rabban and Kira'as Seirugin Yatsa. So we learned in the Brayta that if you read the Megillah, Seirugin, intermittently, then you are Yotze. And you are Yotze. Okay? Um, one second. Seirugin? Seirugin, yeah. Okay. Seirusin lo yatsa. Seirusin, Rashi explains, is lamafreya, meaning uh, out of order. Rabbi Mona Omer Mishun Rabbi Yehuda Akbe Seirugin. Even when it comes to Seirugin, Rabbi Mona says, Im If you delay, if you wait so much time that you can finish the whole Megillah, so you have to go back to the beginning. Okay, so even in that, even in that rule of Seirugin being permissible, there is a limit. You can't, you know, like read one puzzle in the morning or like, you know, read the rest of the beginning in the afternoon or half in the morning, half in the afternoon. Now the Gemara says, Amar of Yosef, Halacha, Rabbi Mona. Shamar Mishim, Rabbi Yehuda. So Rabbi Yosef says, Halacha is in fact like Rabbi Mona, that we have this limitation on Seirugin, as he said it in the name of Rabbi Yehuda. Amar le Abay le Rabbi Yosef. So Abay said to Rabbi Yosef, Kedil ligmor et kula mehecha dekai l'seifa, o dilma miresha l'seifa. So Abay asked an important question to Rabbi Yosef. When we say the, uh, if there's a delay, enough time to finish the whole Megillah, is that from where he is standing until the end? Meaning from the point where you finish the end, that's the amount of time we measure it by? Or maybe it's from the beginning to the old Megillah? So that's an important question. Let's say I read half the Megillah, and I delay for, let's say, 10 minutes. So is that too much of a delay? Or let's say delay for 20 minutes. Is that too much of a delay? Or do we judge the delay by the, how much it would take to finish the whole Megillah? So Amalei Meresha Lasovia. He answered it has to be from the beginning to the end. Meaning the, the delay that would be no good, according to Rabbi Mona, would be if you delayed enough time to read an entire Megillah. How much time do they assume that? Uh, that's a fair question. Let's say, in our day, I think we would say something around half an hour. Let's say something like that. I figure something like that. That's for like a standard 35 minutes. I'm going to stand there, you know, why? Because if so, meaning if you didn't judge it based on that, you've given your words over to be measured. Meaning, that's an interesting principle here. If you see in the Masorah the Shas, there's a bunch of places in Shas where that comes up, about five other places. Um, the idea is that, I guess, when Chazal are sort of making the rules or understanding these rules, then if they. Would, they don't generally like it to like the rules to be subjective. We'd like to be as objective as possible, or as you know, objectively um, um, observable as possible. So if you're saying like, what's the shear for the delay? So like, it would be very difficult if you said like, from the end of Perak Bet to the end, you have to have one shear. From the end of Perak Gimel or the middle of Perak Gimel, like every, everything would be like you know, like you have to. It'd be very, very difficult to pinpoint. But we can say, okay, how much time does it take to read the Megillah? I don't know, 30, 40 minutes, something like that. Okay, so that's the amount of time. It's easier just to say that's standard. So that's the logic in saying that the, that the delay that we're allowing is up until the point where you can read the entire Megillah. Okay, now we'll have some discussion about the halacha itself. Amar Abba, Amar Amar Bar Abba, Amar Rav, Halacha Rabbi Mona. So this quote, Rav is saying the halacha is like Rabbi Mona. So that's like Rabbi, um, that's like Rabbi Yosef said. Ushmol Amar, Ein Halacha Rabbi Mona. The Shmuel said the halacha is not like Rabbi Mona, meaning there would not be any um, limitation on the amount of delay you could have. Besura Matnu Hachi. So in Sura, right, that was one of the cities in Bavel, we had the yeshiva. They taught it the way we just learned. Pompidinto, which is a different city, Matnu Hachi, they taught it as follows. I mean, here's the Machloket. Amarav Kana, Amarav Halacha Kerabimona. Shmuel Amar Ein Halacha Kerabimona. Okay? Rabibi Matni Ibcha, but Rabibi taught it the opposite. 
Rav Amar ain halacha krabimona, Ushmuel Amar halacha krabimona. Okay, so there's a so then we get we get stuck sometimes, right? What's the who says what? But the truth is that the machloka here <coughs> matters in the sense of psak halacha because generally speaking, we say halacha ke rabbi yisurei shmuel bedine or something like that, right? So to know who said what actually will impact the halacha. So Amar of Yosef, Rabbi Yosef says nakot de rabbi biadcha. So you should take rabbi's version in your hand. Okay, that Shmuel is saying halacha karabimona. Why? The Shmuel who dechayish liyichida, because Shmuel is the one who is concerned for the for the uh, the solitary opinion. I mean, if you if you track if you track Shmuel's sort of uh, behavior in terms of sakalacha or his you know his tendencies in sakalacha, he's the one that tends to be concerned for uh, minority opinions. As an example, the Gemara tells us the times we learned in the Mishnah shomerit yavam shekidesh achivet achota. So let's say you have a case of a Shomerit Devam. A Shomerit Devam right, is a woman whose husband has died, um, childless, and she's waiting to marry or do Yibam or Chalitza with one of the brothers. So let's say she's going to do that, but while she's planning on that, the bro- one of the brothers one of the, um, is Makadish, her sister. Okay? So... That really is okay. If you look at Rashi in the third line towards the top, it says, Mitzvah mm-hmm. So it says, The mitzvah is the oldest brother to do this. So one of the other brothers came along with Kidesh at Achuta and betrothed her sister, after she sort of like fell before him. But it's a little bit tricky because in that case, since the brother who's, who's now betrothing her sister technically could perform Yibam on her too, even though there's a mitzvah on the, on for the older brother, it's more of a mitzvah for the older brother. That sort of complicates issues. What are you supposed to do? So the Gemara, so the, so the, the brighter, the Mishnah tells us there, Mishum Rabbi Yehuda ben Betera Amru, and the name Rabbi Yehuda ben Betera, they said, Omrim lo hamten They tell the brother, wait, don't do a full Nisuin until your older brother does a Maaseh, does an action, namely, uh, let's say, Chalitza or whatever, on the, on the uh, Yivama. And that's not the, uh, that is not, the opinion of the Chachamim, I think because we say that the Chachamim hold that Mamash, the older brother, has to do it, whereas Rabbi Ibn Mitera is more concerned that maybe it's relevant for the younger brother to do it as well. Um, one second. Oh, I'll tell you one second. Uh, yeah, okay. Now, what's the point? The point is that Shmuel... Um, I think, so, okay, so it's the next line. So Amr Shmuel halacha karabidu ben b'teira. So Shmuel says the halacha is in fact like Rabbi ben b'teira. So what do you see from there for our purposes? That Shmuel is chash. He's concerned for this minority opinion. So that's a good example. So here too, Shmuel is concerned about the opinion of Rabbi Mona. So the version that says that Shmuel says the halacha is like Rabbi Mona seems to be the correct version. Okay. So that seems to be. All right. Now. Um, I didn't have a chance to look it up, but it does say, if you look at the little, uh, the little Aleph in the Ein Mishpat, so it does have the, the by the Ein Halach, the Karabi Mona. So, I think I looked it up. Okay, Tana Rabbana. Now we'll talk about some of this, the, uh, the writing of the Sefer. Tana Rabbana, Hishmit ba Sofer otiyot opsukin vikara'an hakoreikin beturgaman hamitargeim. Let's say the Sofer who wrote the Megillah left out, Hishmit, left out letters or psukim. But the one reading the Megillah read them like a maturgaman who is like a translator who's translating. Meaning he reads them based essentially a few lines or a few tukim or a few words by heart. So yatsa. 
So the Brayta tells us you're Yotze in that case, okay? Even though we say you can't read the Megillah out loud by heart, but a little bit, maybe you'd be allowed to, okay? Um, I'll, just, I'll, I'll just mention now, so that actually is a very important halacha issue because we know that there's a halacha that you have to hear the entire Megillah, but if you hear, let's say you miss a couple words from the Baal Kore, and you don't have a, a kosher Megillah with you, so what are you supposed to do? Now you're stuck, now you're going to have to hear the whole Megillah over again. So the halacha is that if you miss, if you miss a couple words, or in other circumstances, let's say the, the Baal Kore makes a mistake and doesn't correct it, but you know this, that it's a mistake, so you're allowed to read a couple sukim words for sure, on your own, from your own, let's say, Tanakh that you're, that you're looking into. Even though, but it, uh, technically speaking, from the perspective of reading from a Megillah, is, this, uh, is the same as reading it by heart. So that, halakhically, is not only uh, valid, but important to do. Because if you miss some words, or the guy makes a mistake, the person reading makes a mistake, you have to fill in those words on your own. So this is the statement that allows us to do that. Yeah. <laughs> It's not going to stop if you read it yourself when you be reading it out of order. Because well, you just have to like read it a little quickly and catch up to where he is. You know what I'm saying? Like, he can say he's a word or two ahead of you, but he's reading like blah, 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 blah. Right? So you just like, kind of, like, Could you read the whole read thing to yourself and be Yotzeh? On your own Megillah, yes, in a kosher Megillah scroll. But let's say I'm using a Tanakh. Right? Just as a side point, lots of people like to follow the Megillah with their own cloth. That's a very beautiful thing to do, but a huge caveat as long as you know how to properly read the Megillah. If you don't know how to properly read the Megillah, so having your own cloth is going to be useful only insofar as it looks nice, but in terms of halach halamaisa, you're already hearing the Megillah from this other person, you really don't want to read it on your own because you're trying to hear it with everybody, and if you don't know how to correct mistakes or read the psukim that you miss, so then what did you accomplish by having your fancy cloth? What do you accomplish by reading like I just said, if the guy makes a mistake or you miss, or you space out completely and you miss some sukim, you can fill in what you missed from a tanakh, and that's and that's allowed because even though it's, a, it's baal peh for a couple of sukim, that's allowed. Sure, because if it's any, anything that's not from a doesn't be tanakh, it could be anything that has the megillah in the back of the siddur has the megillah, but that's not considered to be a legitimate reading, right? If I read the megillah to you from the siddur, which has megillah Esther in the back, that's not a legitimate. Kriya, because you said reading out Latin, right? You have to read from a sefer that's written with Dio, right? Okay, so that's the point. Halacha. So Gemara says that made today a kushia hayuba otiyot metushtashot. If there were some blurry leather, omakura ot or ripped leathers, so imri shumam nikar. If the imprint is clear, that are recognizable, I should say, then kshera. Then it's kumlav sulav. But if not, it's pasul. So what does that imply? It sounds like it's not okay if you don't have all the leathers written the way they're supposed to be written. So Gemara says, Lokashia, habakula, habamisata. This applies to the whole thing. The whole thing is blurry. The whole thing can't read, and it's a uh, pasul. But if a little bit is that way, it's actually okay. So there's one thing that kulas, and it comes to the Megillah. Ideally, you have the whole thing clear, but if a little bit not, it's not the biggest deal. It's not like a Sefer Torah. A Sefer Torah that's missing one letter is pasul. It's not the case when it comes to a Megillah. It has to be basically complaint, but a little bit here and there, not so bad. Okay, Tana Rabbanu, we learned in the Bible that he shmita baha korei pasuk echad. If the korei left out a pasuk, lo yomar ekrad kulav acharkach akrau koto pasuk. Don't say, I'll just keep reading the whole Megillah with him, I'll listen to the whole Megillah, and then I'll go back home and I'll read that one, that one pasuk, because that would be out of order. Ela korei meoto pasuk ve'elach. Rather, you have to read from that pasuk and on. 
So nichlas obeit hakanesa umatzatzi bor shekar uchet shekar uchet ya. Let's say you get into shul, you got there late, and they're already halfway through the megillah. Lo yomar ekar uchet ya imatzi bor ve'achar ve'chagar uchet ya. Don't say I'll just hear the second half with the tibor and I'll go back home and I'll read the first half. Elo koreo tamitchilatavet. So rather you have to read it from the beginning until the end. So this is emphasizing the need to be uh, in order. But again, you're allowed to sort of fill in blanks on your own. Okay. Then we have the case in the Mishnah, Bitnam Neim If you're nodding off, if you're dozing off while the Megillah is going on, this is also like in terms of like spacing out a little bit, you are technically Yotze. So Gemara says, Hechi Domi Bitnam Neim. What's the case of Bitnam Neim? How does that qualify? So Amrabashi, Nim Velo Nim Tir Velo Tir. So Nim Velo Nim Tir Velo Tir. Basically means you're like sort of like sleeping, but not exactly sleeping. <laughs> How do we know that? Dekarulevaani. It's a it's a situation where if they called you, like they said your name, you would answer. I mean, you're awake enough. That they answer, but we, but you wouldn't know how to like respond to like a svar. They give you like a svar, you'd be like, what? You know, so like not totally with it. On the other hand, the um, but if they reminded him midkar, he would remember. So it's sort of like this very in between stage of sort of like a little bit sleepy, but kind of like functioning enough. You know, it's kind of like when you hear a dvar Torah and shul Friday night. And you're kind of like, maybe not just Friday night, and you're kind of like nodding up. So it's enough where like, you kind of have enough sense, you have to be like nodding, so like, along with the guy. So like, if he looked at you, you kind of fake that you're awake. But you're kind of sleeping. Like if someone said to you, like, can you repeat the Dvar Torah? You'd be like, I have no idea what he said. But if you said, oh, but wasn't he talking about, you know, I don't know, you see him, he's trying, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Something about you see him, that sounds very familiar. So something like that. So if you're doing that during the Megillah, not the best, but you are a Yotze. If you're completely passed out, then, you know, when they're, like, they're tapping on their shoulder and you, like, don't respond, so then that's the situation we'd have to hear the Megillah again. Not understanding the words we said is not a problem. I mean, ideally, you would understand the words, but not understanding the words we said earlier, I think, right, is, uh, is not necessarily a requirement, as long as you're hearing in Hebrew. As long as you're hearing in Hebrew. Okay. All right, here we go. So guys, writing the Megillah, or he's like teaching the Megillah, or he's editing Megillah, he's like editing the text of the Megillah. <clears throat> if he has Kavana to be Yodzei, so he can be Yodzei the way, but if not, not. So Gemara says, Hey, Chinami, what's the case we're talking about? If he's sort of like organizing Pasuk by Pasuk and then writing the Pesukim, just because he had Kavana, what's the, why is that any good? Alpehu, that, that is, he's reading it at, like by heart, okay? Because he's just saying a pasuk, like from, let's say, a Tanakh, and then he's writing the pasuk in the Megillah. You, you didn't read the words out of a kosher Megillah. Like, you didn't, because you're writing the Megillah right now. Rather, he's writing uh, pasuk by pasuk, and then after he writes a pasuk in the Megillah, so he reads that pasuk. So there at least he's reading from it. The Gemara says, Umi Yatsa, Vayyose in that case, Vayamara Bichabo, Amarav Hamabar Guya, Marav, Halacha Kedibra Haomer, Kula. The Halacha is like the one who says you have to read the entire Megillah. And even according to the opinion that says, we'll see this later, I think tomorrow, um, that you only have to read from Ishi Hudi, which is in Perigbed. Nonetheless, you still need the whole Megillah to be written. I mean, you can't, even if you say you don't have to actually hear the entire Megillah, the Megillah has to be written in a scroll. Like the one you're reading from has to be a full Megillah. So how can you be writing each Pasuk and then like reading it as you go? That doesn't, that doesn't count. So it must be that you have a full Megillah over here. And you're reading the word, the psukim from that. 
Psuka, psuka, like pasuk by pasuk, fikatovla, and then you're writing it down. So in that case, you're yose, because you're reading, you're technically reading pasuk by pasuk from a kosher megillah. The Gemara says, okay, great. Lema Messiah, let's suggest the following statement supports this. The Rabbi Barbachana, Swaraj Rabbi Barbachana, Da'ama Rabbi Barbachana, Am Rabbi Yochanan, as he quotes Rabbi Yochanan saying, Asur lichtov ot achat shalom mihnaktav. That Rabbi Yochanan says you're not allowed to write even one letter of the Megillah, that, or, um, right, I think from Megillah here, that's not actually from something that's being written. I mean, you have to copy it from a kosher text. So maybe that supports the idea. That's exactly what you're doing. You're copying right from the kosher Megillah. But it says, ah, that's not such great proof. Why? It could be that that's just the situation that arose for him. I mean, it could just be that this guy technically is doing that, but it's not in this case of the Megillah. But it's not that you actually have to do that. So it's not a great proof one way or the other, but we'll leave it as it is. Okay. On that topic, we'll say, Gufa, let's, re- let's, re- let's visit that uh, issue that came up, by the way. So this statement, you can't write even one letter that you haven't copied from the a kosher uh, um, a scroll. Rabbi went to go intercalate the year, meaning to make a leap year. In Asia, there was no Megillah in that place. And he wrote it by heart. Ukran, then he read it. And that's pretty awesome, right? Can you imagine? You're like stuck without a Megillah. So you just pull out your cloth, pull out your quill, write yourself a Megillah, and then you can read the whole Megillah and be Yotze the Mitzvah. That's pretty handy, right? So, so but what's the point? That that's, if, he, if that's what he's doing, then obviously he's not following this teaching of Rav, uh, excuse me, of Rabbi Yochanan, that you're not allowed to write, that you can only write a Megillah from the Ktav. So, Am Rabbi Bao, shiny Rabbi Meir, Dimekayim Bey. Rabbi Meir is different because we can, uh, the, uh, the following Pasuk is, uh, applies to him. Ve'afapecha yaishiru negdecha. Your, uh, I guess technically, I think it's the eyelids, will be, um, will be straightened before you. I think the idea is that he, uh, he really was quite familiar with the text. So maybe like the general recommendation is you have to copy the Torah from a Torah because who knows who's so you know, knowledgeable about the Torah scroll or the Megillah. But Rabbi Meir, yeah, he had the knowledge. So Amr le Rami Bar Chamel of Rabbi Yirmi Amidifti Maibaf Apecha Yashiri Negdecha. So he asked Rabbi Rabbi Rami Bar Chamel asked Rabbi Yirmi, "What does this pasuk mean?" Daf Apecha Yashiri Negdecha. So Amr Lo Elu Divrei Torah. These refer to the words of Torah. Dichtiv Behu about the words of Torah. It's written. Hit Ayev In Your eyes should be tired with it. Ve'Inenu There won't be. Ve'Afilu Hachi Miyushabi Meir. That you know normally it's difficult to sort of. Uh, be aware of all the words of the Torah, but when it comes to Rabbi Meir, they were miyusharim. They were just right in front of it there. Everything was clear. So Rabbi Meir is really the exception to the rule. Okay. <coughs> so Rav Chista found um, Rav Hanana who was writing Sfarim without consulting with the text first, right? not using another Sefer Torah. I think it's Sefer Torah here. He says, look, the whole Torah is worthy of being written with your mouth, meaning you obviously are so familiar with the text of the Torah that you can write a whole Sefer Torah without even consulting it. But this is what the Chachamim said. I'm sorry, it's us to write even one letter if it's not copying from the Sefer Torah itself. So that statement we say, from the fact that he said the whole Torah is worthy of being written by your mouth, meaning through just your own knowledge, we can infer from here, that he has all the words, everything's straight, everything's clear to him. So, why, but he's giving him Musr. We just, we justify Rabbi Meir, right, 
we say, oh, it's okay because he knows all the words, but apparently he also knew all the words, Rabbi Chanano. So, Rabbi Meir Katab, sorry, Rabbi Meir Katab, but Rabbi Meir wrote it, so what's the issue here? Our answer is, Shatadchak Shani. As a Shatadchak is different, right? A, 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 a difficult situation, it's a different case. Well, what was the case? Rabbi Meir had gone off, he was in a situation where there was no, no Megillah. So, we need to tell this guy. You're going to tell Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir, I'm sorry, you know, you, I know that you know all the words in Megillah perfectly well, you hold the whole Megillah by heart, you can write the whole thing. Uh, but we have this insistence by Chachamim that you copy it from a text just to make sure it's absolutely accurate. Well, if I have no other option, then that's kind of a silly thing to be you know, insistent on. Right? The whole point of copying from the text is to make sure it's going to be uh, accurate. So, in generally speaking, even a person who knows the whole text should still copy it. But if you're in a situation where there's no Megillah, you won't be owed to the mitzvah, of course we're going to let Rabbi Meir do it that way. Okay? Now, that's, So Abai allowed uh, people in the, Beit, in the Beit Midrash of, of Bar Chabo uh, to write Tefillin and the Mezuzah without uh, consulting the text. Kiman, in accordance with who is his opinion. Kihai Tana, like this following Tana. Titania Rabbi Meir, Omer Mishun Rabbeinu. Tefillin and Mezuzot Nichtavot Shalom Hektav. That he says, Tefillin and can be written not from another written uh, document. They also don't need sirtut, which is the, um, like the lines, you know, to etch the lines in advance. They call it scoring, I think we say. Uh, so the halacha is actually that Tefillin does not require the sirtut, but Mezuzot do require the sirtut. But neither one, but both this and that, I mean, neither one of them, uh, or both of them can be written without consulting the, uh, the, the text. My timer was the reason, Migras Garisin. It's something that's so familiar to everybody. I mean, just the, the, the parsha of Tefillin, many people reflect the parsha of Tefillin every single day. So to say, like, a sofer no, no, would be aware of them, to know perfectly the words of the tefillin, come on, I mean, he doesn't enough times. So it's very, very different to the tefillin, or mezuzah, kavachomer, just the shema, right, the first paragraph. That's obviously, as opposed to, let's say, knowing the entire Torah or the entire Megillah, that's a much more, you know, ambitious task. Okay, we'll stop here. Um,